Hi, I'm Nat B, and this is season four of Memoria. Flash memoir adapted into bite-sized audio stories using sound effects and music. Each episode explores a moment in time that shaped a writer's life. The following story is called My Grandmother, and it is written and read by Coralie Dimitriadis. Here is Coralie to tell us how she came to write My Grandmother. I wrote this piece on the day that my grandmother died, and it was at a time in my life where I was recently separated from my husband of uh, almost 10 years, and I was very estranged and isolated from my family um, because of the cultural pressures to return to the marriage. And I didn't really have anyone to mourn with. Uh, My parents didn't know where I lived. They didn't have my phone number. And so I wrote the piece to perform it at an open mic spoken word event, the Dan O'Connell spoken word event um, in Carlton, just as a way of grieving and sharing what I was going through with the other poets as a way of connecting with other people through this this grief that I was experiencing. It's my ex-husband that rang to tell me you'd finally died, Yaya. My parents don't even have my phone number. They don't even know where I live. You're probably up there wondering why, Yayamu, it's too complicated to explain. Don't worry your mind. Rest, Yaya. Rest your tired mind. It's my ex that rang to tell me you'd finally died, Yaya. And the tears still linger in my eyes, refuse to trickle. I'm still suffering the effects of that drink last night. Staying out late, partying with the Aussies. I remember when the old me visited Cyprus six years ago, Yaya. How you sat in your black widow memories, stared at the walls. Your womb bed, twelve children. Two stillborns. And you've got so many grandchildren, you've, you've lost their names. Every morning we'd sit in the living room and you'd ask who I was and I'd explain, I'm Coralia, your granddaughter. We share the same name. And you'd scan the room looking for mum just in case you'd somehow missed her walking through the front door and I'd have to calm you. Explain mummy's back home in Australia. When you asked if I liked Australia and I said yes, you seemed disappointed. And I wanted so much to say I love Cyprus better, but instead I I just smiled. But then you clenched your fist hard, said that when I return to Australia, I must gather my cousins, my family, my aunties, my uncles. I must hire a big ship, you said. Return to Cyprus. Return to you, where I belong. All day and all night I sit here and cry, she said. I sit here and cry for you all to come back. How many days must I sit here and wait? How many days? How many days? I took your hand, reassured your panic, your impatience. Because tomorrow a fresh leaf would be turned in your mind and this conversation, 
this moment, my image would vanish into the unknown, just like we all did. She sat in silence for a while, twirling her thumbs, frowning, until finally she unlocked the treasure chest. The long-ago memories in her mind. I didn't want to marry your grandfather, she said. I was in love with another man, but my brothers would not have it. They dragged me by the hair on Tuesday and on Thursday and on Saturday they forced me to the church and we married. And when I sat beside your grandfather, I said, this is my fortune, this is my destiny, and I accepted it and I loved him. She didn't want to leave, she cried. She didn't want to leave. Keep me a little room, Mum. I don't need much, just a room. I don't want to go to foreign lands. Don't worry about a dowry, Mum. Don't send me away, Mum. Don't send me away. And on the day she left, the ship was sailing away. And I held onto that wire fence. And they were pulling me off. But I wouldn't let go. I couldn't let go. I couldn't let go. Yayamu, don't let go. Yayamu, don't let go. That was the day, she whispered to me frightfully. That was the day, Coraliamo, the day I lost my mind. I'm currently working on a variety of different projects. I have a novel called Divided Island that I've been working on for many years, a fiction novel, and I'm nearing the end of that. I'm also writing lots of poetry, making films of my poems, and also working out ways of touring my theatre shows, saying the wrong things uh, nationally and also internationally, as well as uh, touring um, around the world with my poetry. I was awarded the UNESCO City of Literature Residency in Krakow last year. It was a really interesting experience because the culture of poetry is viewed very differently in Europe to Australia. There's this huge push to not censor the poet and that the poet should be free to say whatever they want. And I really found that very liberating because I find that we don't have that same kind of freedom in Australia. There's a lot of political correctness. And yeah, I also found the UNESCO city there very supportive of my art, despite me being so radical in what I do. And I really would like to go back to Poland. I really enjoyed it. My writing goal is to have my novel Divided Island finished, hopefully published, but at least with a publisher and ready ready to come out and to also have my theatre show scheduled for another season somewhere, not sure where. Uh, the writer that's inspired me the most, I think, is um, really kind of fierce poets like Sylvia Plath and Sexton, Margaret Atwood, and also in Australia, definitely Christos Solkas. He has been mentoring me on my novel writing for a very, very long time. And his initial book, Loaded, was very um, instrumental in me finding the courage to say what I wanted to say and to become a writer because before I was a writer, I was a computer programmer for many years and I just conformed to that whole kind of migrant mentality of having the safe job and the, the safe marriage and the safe life. And, you know, I didn't really start, you know, really going after my writing until a lot later in my life. I'm currently reading Margaret Atwood's 
cat's eye. I really love the way she's so brief and direct with her sentence structure. And yeah, I'm just completely immersed in it. I, I actually uh, struggle to read, you know, I don't read as much as I should. And I think it's because I write so much, like I write so much poetry and always working on something. And so uh, I'm trying harder to, to read more, you know, but at the moment, yeah, that's that's what I'm reading. Memoria was written and produced by me, Nat V. My grandmother was written and read by Coralie Dimitriadis. To find out more about Coralie, go to our website where you can find links to Coralie's work. Each episode is illustrated by Peter Manning. The story segment was edited by Jen Farrow. Music in this episode is by The Blue Dot Sessions. Memoria comes to you each month. You can listen to our previous episodes or see a schedule of our upcoming episodes on memoriapodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any good podcasting platform. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as $1 a month, you can help support our work. So please go to our website, memoriapodcast.com, to make a one-off donation or visit our Patreon page. And if you love the show, please leave us a review. Each like or rating is important to us and helps us spread the word. Until next time.